Hey, hey friends, Gina Scalpone here. Tonight is Ask Me Anything Night, and I'm going to be bringing Sandy on live. She has a few questions around mindset and something that I call the comparisons, the comparisons syndrome. I'm going to go over that in just a moment. I'm super excited to have Sandy on, and um, I hope you're excited too, my friend. Okay, cool. We just uh, got through talking with Erin. She had some questions regarding geotagging and hashtags and um, copy and pasting hashtags and all that stuff. And now Sandy has some questions regarding um, comparing yourself to others. I'm a 35-plus I'm a year veteran, and I just ventured off opening my own salon. Um, <laughs> I spent 20 years working in a salon with about 12 girls post-COVID, mm -hmm. and we had one that was very energetic. Um, she was almost like her own song and dance, her own show. And Great. so everybody in the salon clients were like focused on that. I could see the insecurities with everyone. That was difficult. Mm -hmm. Rightfully so. You are not at the salon anymore with that person, with, with that setup? No, no. Okay. But about four people left that salon eventually, and everybody kind of felt the same way, that we just felt like we were competing all day. That, you know, you, you I'm, I'm going to do a training salon now where I'm helping girls right out of college, and hopefully I can give them the confidence they need. And I found your podcast, and I'm so excited because I'm going to get them on board with it. So they right. don't have to have those insecurities. Great. Awesome. I love it. I love your vision and I love your, your why, your mission. Mm -hmm. So, okay, great. I'm glad that you're very clear about that. So, okay. So you're not in that situation anymore with the girl, with the woman who was the star of the show type of deal, correct? Right. Right. Okay. But you're having a little PTSD. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Because I just want to make sure you're not in that situation. So what we're so what we're going to talk about it. Okay, great. So your question was specifically, how can I be confident? I, I reworded a little bit just to make it clear. How can I be confident in my hair cutting services and not compare myself to my neighbor? I feel mm -hmm. like it's an automatic letdown when I compare my services to what everybody, what someone else is doing. Mm -hmm. Is that clear? Clear? Is that what you're trying to like? Yes. Okay. Do you know why you compare yourself to others? Um, I know in the past I've looked to see how fast they were. They could get them out in like 15, 20 minutes. Wow. Um, I would, um, look at how they would cut corners and then I would try cutting corners. And then I realized that I was getting very sloppy and I needed to, to bring it back in and, and mm -hmm. be calm about it. Yeah. Um, you know, their finished product, maybe they, their finished product was better than what I thought I could do because I rushed when I should have taken my time. Okay. And do you still have that mind? Do, is that still the way you, do you feel like you had integrity with the rushing and the cutting corners? Uh, no. Um, I actually went off by myself for about three years and worked in a salon by myself. And I feel like I kind of gained a little bit more confidence that in myself. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. So you removed yourself from the situation when you felt like you were comparing yourself to others. Yes. yes. Now, specifically this person that was the star of the show is the person that was cutting the corners and cranking them out or no two separate uh two two separate people there was okay. two separate incidences in there mm -hmm. okay 
do you feel that now you're, you know, better at or more aware when you are comparing yourself to others? Yes. Um, great. Yes. And now that I have um, three girls that are working with me at this point, um, I don't want to have that in the salon. I want to have it to be just real calm and, and everybody helping each other and, and sure. be positive. Right. Yes. So you're extra aware of the energy that you feel and that you put out. And as a leader, it's really important because you're getting girls, you know, stylists, men or women fresh out of school. So you want to be very conscious of not having any type of that weirdness or negativity or bad energy that you've experienced in the past salon. Definitely. Okay, Definitely. cool. Awesome. So that's great. You have a lot of clarity around the, 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 you know, past issue and what you don't want to happen in the future. Mm -hmm. um, in Side Glamour's Academy, I was just coaching the students earlier, but basically one of the stylists said, I feel like I'm behind, specifically with the Academy. We're on week five now. There's nine, it's a nine-week program. But yeah. the thing is, you're I'll say to you what I said to her, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I know you're not ne necessarily referencing being behind, but you are a, you are a, <laughs> you are a special, awesome stylist. You are not you no one is like you thank you and the way you do things no one does it the same and i can say that because i know thousands of stylists i'm sure you know a ton too you could sit you me and eight other stylists down and say teach me how to do a top knot i promise you every single one of us would come to the uh, the, the top knot with a, mm -hmm. a different approach different way we section here different product we use different comb everything so you're unique, I'm unique, and everyone else is unique. So the comparison, I call the comparisons, is not fair to us. We're not behind. We're exactly where we're supposed to be. So the minute you feel you're comparing in your mind, just stop yourself and be aware that you're comparing. I mean, it sounds like you've got a handle on it, but this is something I still try to, I still sometimes slip up, slip up with. So the, the minute you see yourself doing it, just stop doing it and just say, why am I doing it? Like, really, like, why? And just be self-aware. Is, mm -hmm. is, you know, did someone tell me I'm behind? Did someone tell me my hair, my bobs don't look good? Did someone tell me my curls stink? Probably True. not. These, yeah. are just, these are just thoughts. They're not facts. You can True. change your thoughts at any time. So with that episode that you liked, it was, you know, worst case scenario, best case scenario. I taught that in a podcast episode because I had like three students in the membership program have that, you know, I'm air quoting issue. So if they've had it, I've had in the past, now you've had it. So we've all had it at some point or are going through it right now. It's not, you know, so we all go through those things. We just have to stop, pause when we realize we're not being kind to ourselves and then retrain our thoughts because they literally are just thoughts. They're not facts and we can change our thoughts at any time. You might've liked tomatoes when you were seven years old, but at 37, you don't like them. You changed your mind. <laughs> right. You just changed your mind. Right. So, like so, so you stop. And so the idea I, I gave earlier before you came on camera, it would be like, let's say you're watching, what's your favorite movie? The Handmaid's Tale. Great. The Handmaid's Tales. How long uh, is it? Um, five seasons. Oh, okay. So uh, is it, so it's not a movie. Oh, uh, what, okay. What, what's a movie that you like? Just give me a movie that you love. Ah, uh, movie. Um, Braveheart. <laughs> okay, cool. So, don't worry, I'm not holding you to the to the fire. Okay, okay don't ask that's, me no questions. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so that's like three hours long, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So we're going to use the, the woman that you're referencing at, or whoever, let's just say Stephanie, some other stylist. She started watching Braveheart at the beginning of the movie. You decided to start, you walked in the room and she was watching Braveheart. You walked in at an hour and a half in. So now you guys got to the end of the movie. You're like, oh, what happened with Mel Gibson at the beginning? Why did he get in the thing? And then you start comparing yourself that you don't know what she knows when she watched the movie from the beginning. That Remember that idea every time you're comparing yourself. Mm -hmm. She might be in the middle somewhere. You might be at the beginning or vice versa. It's not even a fair comparison because she's a completely different person. You're unique by yourself. She's unique by herself. And so are, is everyone else. So the there's no such thing as competition and there's no such thing as comparing. The only time I recommend to my students and even to myself, I usually don't look at what my peers are doing, but if I do, let's say I'm like, I'm kind of stumped. I don't know what kind of updo to create. I don't know what kind of blog to post today. I'll go on another hairstylist account. I'll get inspired. I let myself get inspired, but I do not let myself look at what she's doing and beat myself up. The minute those thoughts go in my brain, I'm like done, exit off that account. So you're only allowed to look at the other people, what they're doing, whether they're in the chair right next to you or you're on social media or whatever it is. If you're trying to find inspiration or if you're just like, I'm giving myself 10 minutes to scroll on social and be mind, you know, be not looking for anything and give, allowing myself a little bit of time, just have fun on Instagram and you slide through. That's the only way you're allowed to compare yourself. How does that sound? That sounds good. <laughs> okay, sounds cool. very good. Cool. Okay, cool. So remember the movie reference and remember the like comparing yourself to someone you're allowed to get inspired but you're not allowed to compare or if you do compare ask yourself why why am i comparing am i just curious is it just out of curiosity am i judging the the, the person am i judging myself if you could just have that clarity around it and pause every time you think that way then you can feel start to feel better and really stop those thought patterns okay i like that Thank doable you. right Yes, very doable, very doable. <laughs> okay, awesome, great. Okay, let me see what else we got here. I got some notes here. Okay, so that was one, I'm calling them questions. I don't, they're more statements, but okay, so there's that. Did that clarify that? Thought? Very much so, thank okay. you. Mm -hmm. Any questions more specifically about that? No. 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 Okay, cool. Um, okay, let's see, the next one. An issue, okay, your, your question was, I'm having, or statement, um, I'm ha also, I'm having issues with communication. I feel like I'm pulling conversations out of my clients all day long. There's only so much basic stuff like the weather I can talk <laughs> about all day. <laughs> so it sounds like your question might be, how do I ha get or have a deeper connection with my clients? Does right. that sound like the actual question? Yeah, there's ones that I've done for years that we can just communicate all day long. And mm -hmm. I get a new one here and there, and I just cannot pull things out of them. The quiet is what's hard. It's like there's only so many questions you can get them to talk about without just talking about yourself. <laughs> and then how do you feel? I understand that. And I and, and as stylists, we are, um, how do I say? I don't say chatty cat. We, we, we like people. We like to have conversations. We got a lot of energy. You put a bunch of stylists in the room, there would never be a dull second. <laughs> but not everybody, or quiet, wouldn't be quiet, but there's not everyone's like that. So could you possibly just, one or two things. One, just say, I'm not taking it personal. She doesn't want to talk. I'll just daydream for an hour while I do her hair. So there's mm -hmm. that. I mean, I try. You, okay, do <laughs> yeah, you feel like it's something good. personal that you're doing or not doing? Because if I'm... it's a new client here and there, then I feel like, who cares? It's just a couple clients. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I just beat myself up over it. <laughs> and it's not your fault they don't want to talk. 
Maybe they had a fight with their husband before they got there and they want to veg out. That's true. That's true. The other thing you could do is, which I feel like you, you, this is, you're, you know this, but I just, I guess I'll remind you, are you, you know, being, my advice with that, if they're not talking, I thought it was a lot more clients. It's only a few new ones. So um, right. be more inquisitive, ask more questions. What interesting things that are going on in your life that you could share with them? Mm -hmm. Like some, some cool new workout you started doing, some new recipe you made, something that would, would, would spark, that would be something that they can connect with. Everyone can connect to some type of working out, whether they like to do the type of workout that you do. Uh, food. Every time mm -hmm. I post about my recipes or food online, which I'm not even a good cook, and I just started cooking <laughs> two years ago, but people comment, and I see them in my chair, and they're saying things. I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't even posted about it. I, that's like nothing, but for, but we all eat, and we all like good pictures of food. I can take some cool pictures, and I can come with some cool ways to use engagement stickers on like my Instagram story to get people to talk back, and then I get recipes that way. Like if I post a chili recipe and someone says, oh my, it looks great. I'm like, well, you got a recipe? And I go back and forth and I get recipes like that. Mm -hmm. So because we can all relate to eating. Sure. Right? We can all relate sure. to exercise, working out. So what's something, you don't have to say it now, but or even like the show you're watching, your favorite show you're just referencing. Do you talk to those, are you talking to them about these? Do you ask them questions? Do you talk about, um, are you inquisitive? Like by asking them questions and then sure. you talk about the interesting things that you have going on in your life that are outside of the weather and uh, her hair. Right. But is, is there a line where you should draw where you're just talking about yourself all the time? I mean, is that okay that you're just drowning them out about yourself if they're not going to talk? <laughs> That's a great question. So this is my theory on it. Um, that's a great question. I, my theory, when someone's in my chair, it is 110% about them. Okay, sure. so if they ask me questions, then I'll, I'll talk all day. I'll talk about whatever they want, but I always be conscious of, I'll, I'll answer the question, maybe I'll chat a little more about it. I always am conscious about turning it back on them and asking them a question. So that's one. Two, I'll break this up into two parts. I'm always conscious, I teach this in my academy. I look at my week before and I look at my clients and I make a list. Okay, she's coming for a cut and color. Is she a potential for a keratin treatment or that new shampoo and conditioner that I have to sell? That's how you upsell. You make a little note, you look at who's on your books that week, and you're conscious of asking them, hey, did you, did you ever try keratin? I mean, I do keratin treatments. Do you ever think about doing that? You'd, you'd love it on your bangs because they're always breakage. Hey, you know, I got this new shampoo. That's awesome. You should, did you ever try it? You heard about it? So I'm conscious about providing the best value that I can with my other services that they might not already buy or use. Sure. That's so good. that's one thing because yeah. you're always providing more value. I just ask them a cool question. I don't have to go on and on about it, but if they want to hear about care treatments for an hour, I'll talk about it. <laughs> so there's that. And so right. I find that I, I'm conscious in advance about what conversations I could have with clients before they're in my chair. So the next new client that is in your chair, maybe you could make a little note, like you, you know, make a note like, Oh, I mean, I made this new, cool new recipe. Maybe bring that up to them. Okay. You know, say, hey, do, do you like to cook? I do. I love to cook. Have you ever tried making pancakes with bacon and sausage on them? No. Oh my gosh, you have this really cool recipe. Talk about that briefly. <laughs> and then you're just, we're stylists. We can feel someone's energy in front of us. If they want to keep yeah. talking about it, they will. If they don't, if they kind of, they keep asking, then you go on and on about it. If they don't, mm -hmm. then you, you change it. So just be aware and just be, um, I don't know, be, be more prepared in advance about, 
what you could talk, what you could upsell to provide more value to your client and to um, change the conversation, make it more interesting. And then also, I think it's good to show your sides of your personality. You're not just a stylist. You have friends, you have dogs, kids, you like to cook, you like to, you know, recycle. There's lots more to you than just doing hair. So share that. And furthermore, share that on social. Share that okay. out online. All of the things we talked about. Okay. I haven't got on the line online yet, social media okay. that much. I just opening up uh, the salon, I felt like right now, maybe I should just show the updates and things that are going on, but I like that. I do. Yes. That's great. And also I teach how marketing your amazingness, business product, mm -hmm. service, personality online is not only easy, but it's fun too. So I'm not only creative behind the chair, Anytime I'm coaching like this or coaching my students in my academy or my membership, that's creativity. That's me thinking like, okay, she asked this. How can I decode this? How can I come up with it? That's creativity in, in coaching. And that's creativity when I'm showing a hair tutorial video online. I have so much creativity that's not behind the chair. So I encourage my students to like, to, to I teach them how to like find ways to show off their you know, you're going awesomeness online mm -hmm. and make it fun. Okay. The other thing about, um, uh, I, I teach my students too, to, to do weekly, like monthly newsletters, emails like that to clients. And just as a, let's say, how many services do you actually offer? Like you yourself, like how many do you offer? Color, cut, what else? Perms. Perms, what else do you do? Um, the keratin treatment. Keratin. You conditioning treatments. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. So let's say that's six, six things you offer. The other good thing about mm -hmm. showing up online, doing emails to your clients, showing up on social, when they're in your chair getting a cut in color, you, you can't really, if it's about them when they're in your chair, you can't really talk about all the other services that you offer, right? Because it's kind of weird. It's like mm -hmm. you're a used car salesman. But when you're sending either weekly, monthly newsletters out or you're showing up online, you're going to talk about your keratin treatments. You're going to talk about the benefits of them. You're going to show pictures of clients that got them. You're going to talk about your awesome new shampoo conditioning treatment. So they see that and then they are learning about it. And then when they're in your chair, you mention it. They're like, oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I'll get a conditioning treatment. So that's why you want to show up online to market your awesomeness as well, because you're going to talk about those other services and products that you offer when they're not in your chair and they'll see that. And then you'll be able to um, provide more value and sell more product and services. Sure. So that's another like reason why, that. I find, why you want to find strategy behind showing up online, whether it's a blog, on your website, on mm -hmm. social, sending newsletters to your clients, mm -hmm. or all of the above. <laughs> sure. That's good. Right? Like uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Any other questions with, with that before I move on? No. That's good. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Um, let's see. Now... Okay, the client, um, the girl in the salon said, my other issues are these thoughts. There's a girl in the salon. It seems like she can entertain the entire salon. I'm feeling like I'm not as fun as her. Eh, you're plenty fun. I can tell. <laughs> so, anyway, see, so it wouldn't want to be in. And that's okay. Right. That's her personality. That's a lot of energy. And, you know, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Right. You, you feel okay about that topic? I do. Okay, cool. Um, and then you were saying you just opened up the business and you have new employees and you would love to be a training salon. Yes. Um, they're fresh out of beauty school and um, 
uh, let's see, you want to make them feel their personal best at all time. So the clarity, so I had a few things I wanted you to have clarity on. So the business is your salon and then the hairstylists are the employees, correct? Yes. And what does a training salon look like to you? Like, what does that mean specifically? And what does personal best specifically mean to you? Um, more training as in getting them from beauty school. We live in a small town and I would go to get a exam at the hospital and there would be a girl there saying, oh, I did hair. I got my license. Okay. Why are you working here? And they're like, well, I couldn't really make it work. And I'm like, why not make it work? You should be able to go out and start marketing yourself and be in a busy salon. I heard that a lot. And um, seeing girls that come out of school that go to a cost cutters and work for an hourly wage and they don't get to be creative with themselves. Um, I want to actually help promote them and show them how that they can build a clientele and it's right. not as hard as they think. And so far in one week, right. one girl has made over $300 and right. she's just amazed, you know, oh, that's so, awesome. yeah. And then okay, we great. have two estheticians that I really can't train her, but I can find further education. There's four of us and we're going to go to the IBS in Las Vegas this weekend. Great. So we're going to all stay together and I'm just really looking forward to it. So. Building a home, like a family at the salon, a work family. Yes. yes. Awesome. It's going to be great. So you're pretty clear on what you're looking for in regards to who you want to hire, why you want to hire them and how many people you want to hire basically. Mm -hmm. Right. Great. And then you said, um, the other thing you had said, I do feel like it's entertainment all day long. Sometimes it's exhausting when you have so many clients. So can you specifically speak to what feels exhausting? Is it all the clients? Is it not having a connection with them? Are you exhausted from imposter syndrome? Like, is there anything specific you would say that's just exhausting or could you streamline it somehow? Like what is more, what specifically is exhausting about the clients all day and the entertainment with the clients? Okay. Um, I think that, I am trying to do too many clients in one day. I come in very early. I stay very late. Um, just like I almost didn't even get on this podcast because I couldn't get done in time. Yes. Um, I think that I need to spread out extra time so that I could offer other services instead of doing, you know, a color in two hours and a haircut in 30 minutes or, you know, I think I, I'm just spreading myself very thin. So. Yeah, I, I, we, Again, I was just coaching another <laughs> salon owner, the exact same thing. So what I recommended to my students was, and I asked them to do this in the next 24 hours, because I'm pretty, it's a nine week program. It's very intense. I'm like, you guys got 24 hours. I go, raise your hand if you can commit to it. So I'll ask you to do the same thing. Make a list of the 10 most important things that you feel need to be done in your business as soon as possible. Like make a list of them and work on one at a time. And maybe okay. that is not, I mean, that might be, you know, maybe you're doing the, the towels at the salon mm -hmm. and maybe that's not the most important thing, or maybe you need to delegate that out, hire someone. So mm -hmm. I would say make a list of the top 10 important things. Cause what I found the other stylists were pushing things off. They're actually really important because they didn't want to do it or deal with it. And so then they're doing all these other things, but really these three things are real important and you're not doing anything to do these three things right now that are really mm -hmm. important this week. Right. 
So that might even, might not be what your case is, but if you could have clarity and write the 10 things down that are very important that need to be done in your business, and then you work on one at a time or you number them in order of which is the most important and then work on them one at a time, that will help you feel less overwhelmed. It should help you feel less overwhelmed. Yes, definitely. You ever do anything like that? No, not really. (laughs) Now you got homework. (laughs) Good. Awesome. Great. Is there anything else I can help, help you out with? No, you've answered a lot. You've been very helpful and I appreciate it. I'm going to listen to all your podcasts and so will everybody else in here. (laughs) Thank you so much. I always love it. If you like my podcast, leave a review. That helps push it up in the L room so others see it. So I'd appreciate a review if you you like it and sharing it. Thank you. I will. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great, great night. And please keep me posted on how things are going uh, in, in a few weeks and let me know if I can help you anymore. You got it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> Friends, I hope you liked this week's Ask Me Anything. If you'd like to be featured in my uh, Ask Me Anything, it's every Monday evening at 6 30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Send me a direct message, find me on social. I'm more than happy to feature you and ask me anything because I'm trying to help out as many stylists and small business owners out there as I possibly can. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you next time on Ask Me Anything. Bye friends.